Hey, hey, I'm excited, man. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Tabu Katholo. Welcome to the Mad Hat I Grew Upon, right at the heart of the Kalahari in the motherland, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, stay tuned in. Peace. When I started my writing career, I used to swear, I used to swear on, on everything sacred that I would never, I would never write any book that is non-fiction. Until a certain point in my life where I think it dawned on me that writing the story of my life is going to be some catharsis of some form. And when I started that journey, I wasn't really aware of how cathartic the writing is going to be. I only found out at the end when the book had now been printed how cathartic the whole process and the whole book had been to me and to my life. And today I want to talk about creative nonfiction and writing biographies and how cathartic they can be. How writing your own story, how cathartic it can be. And when I started writing Blameless, I didn't write it to sell it. I wrote it as a way of healing myself and the traumas that I had gone through in my, in my life. And I grew up in a Catholic family. I think I want to take you back to it, to that background. I grew up in a Catholic family and we strongly believe in, I strongly personally, I, I, I don't want to talk for my family. I strongly believed in the, the entire Catholic tradition. And the one thing I loved about the Catholic church was the confession booth. And there was a certain catharsis involved in expunging one's darkest secrets in those sealed little cubicles. I always found that very attractive about the Catholic Church and for a very long time it was it was an appealing sect for me. I want to talk about the catharsis of talking about your issues, about telling somebody else your issues, telling something else your issues. Because when I wrote my book Blameless, I didn't necessarily write it for the next person to read it. I didn't write it for the audience to read it. I wrote it for the book, if that makes sense. The fact that this story was, it felt as if it was out of me and into the pages of this tangible thing called a book. And now I could read the book and see the story in the pages of the book. It felt like the story was no longer a part of me. I had told it to something else, to somebody else, to someone else. And that's, that's the catharsis, the healing that I gained from writing my memoir. And from a very young age, I had this idea of writing down my thoughts, writing down my feelings. I was this person who kept, um, back in the day they were called diaries. I don't know whether we still call them those. And to a certain degree, boys were not encouraged to have diaries. They were a girl's thing. They were a girl's toy. It was shunned upon for a boy to have a diary. And for me, I had, I think in my childhood, um, between the ages of five all the way to 18, I think I had more than 10 diaries. I would, I would get old diaries. People had this thing of buying diaries and then never actually using them. So I would always rip the first pages that were, were we used at the beginning of the year when people were still planning their New Year's resolutions. I would just simply tear them off. And then the whole book from January 7 all the way to December, the whole book will be free, will be empty, and then it would serve as my platform 
my platform of expunging my emotions, of expunging my feelings, and I did that relentlessly until I was the age of 18. I had loads of diaries, and there are some people that still have copies of my diaries. Old girlfriends, old friends, old schoolmates, that they still have my diaries from way back then. They had my dark thoughts, they had my beautiful memories, they had stories that I told in there, they had um, fiction that I wrote in those books, and I started at a very young age. What I couldn't do, I couldn't tell my story or my feelings or my emotions to another person face to face. I resorted to telling the book, which were the diaries. And it was only right that many, many years later, I sat down, I sat down when I, when I had um, recovered from one of the worst depressions that I had ever gone through. And I wrote blameless. I wrote about my upbringing. I wrote about where I grew up. Growing up without a present father when your father lived just a kilometer away from your house. And you could see his family each and every single day. But not because he wasn't, he didn't want to be there, but because he was prohibited. Those are the stories that I talk about in my book and the traumas that I went through with the death of my, my grandmother. I talk about those things in the book. I talk about girlfriends and love, finding that first love and losing it. You're going to find love, you're going to lose it, you're going to find it again and lose it and again and lose it. And it's part of the process of growing up. Those are the things that I wrote down in, in that book. And in the past, they could have simply been thrown away. But then I thought, publish them. Publish them for the world. At first, it was a scary thought. I was scared um, of what people are going to think about me saying that I had had thoughts of suicide. I had attempted suicide. I had tried before to kill myself and the rope had broken. I had broken down because of relationships. I had broken down because I couldn't take life anymore. I was, I was afraid of the judgment of society. I was afraid of the judgment from family. I was afraid of the judgment from my friends and still, when the book was out there, I still had those fears. And it took me a very long time. It took me, um, I think, almost a year or two until I finally accepted and thought to myself, the book is out there. There's nothing that can be done. Whoever reads it will read it and take whatever message they can take away from it. On the second edition, we actually went back on the book and put in side notes and footnotes trying to make it a tool for mental health recovery a tool for being aware of who you are for self-awareness and i say the memoir for me was cathartic in that sense because it offered me a space for healing it offered me a space to talk with my family about the things that i had gone through even some things that we still haven't talked um, spoken about but now they are aware of those things. They are aware of the feelings that I've heard. And it has been cathartic because it, it has gone to the extent where it's breaking a chain. It's breaking generational chains where things that had happened to me were happening to my siblings, were happening to my cousins. So the book wasn't a catharsis only for me. It was cathartic for my family as well. And I believe memoirs, your stories, the biographies, they are worth. If you are wondering when you are 24 years old, you're wondering whether you're supposed to be writing that memoir. You haven't achieved a lot. Um, those are the things you tell yourself. You haven't done much to put down in a book, but you know in your head that you have feelings that you have felt, you have emotions that you have felt, you have a world view that you have wanted to express to the world. 
write it down. Let your memoir be cathartic for you, for your family, for the next generation, for your children, for their children, their children. So I wanted to talk about the catharsis buried in memoir. Sometimes people look at these books that we have written and they think, but why? Why would you go and reveal your family secrets? Why would you go and, and talk about your uncles and your aunts and your grandmothers and who and this and this in that, in that way? They don't understand that for us, it's a way of healing. As long as it doesn't violate the other person, the persons that you have put in. Memoirs can be a big way of healing. It recently hit me that I healed from letting my story be read. I healed from letting my story be in the pages of that book. At the moment, the book is sitting in my shelves, it's sitting in somebody's shelf. I don't think much about it, but the fact that I have laid out my story out into the world has brought me so much peace. And I pray for peace in your life. And I pray that you tell your story. Whatever your story is, I pray that you tell it. Even if you don't have to sell it to anyone, even if it sits in your shelf under your desk, just write your story down. It is cathartic. It will free you. It will set you free. It will set you on a path of healing that you couldn't get anywhere else. I believe in therapy. I believe in counseling. I believe um, in praying. But I believe also in writing your story. Write your story, doesn't matter where the platform it will end, just write your story. This was it, um, this is another episode of the Mad Heart I Grew Upon. Um, I wish you peace, I wish you love, until next time, thank you for tuning in, love man, peace.